0: It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League. fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Pradi brought to you by APSA. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. Radio Show. <laughs> SFM South Africa's News and Information Leader. And while much of the talk was on Saturday's Double Derby, where uh, Kaiser Chiefs took on Orlando Pirates, and of course, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns took on Supersport United in the Telkom Knockout Semi-Finals, there were two Absa Premiership battles yesterday, and one of those saw Maritzburg United claim their first Absa Premiership win of the season. They beat the University of Pretoria by a goal to nil. Man in charge of Maritzburg United is Clive Barkett. I'm delighted to say he's on the line. Clive, uh, thanks for joining us. Good evening.
1: Yeah, enough to be on the line and enough to be talking after uh they win and nothing else. It was fabulous all around I thought the, the effort was really good and a very deep for the players in particular, the supporters of course and directors and, and the technical staff who backed us and uh, it was a good day out.
0: Well, I, I was gonna say congratulations. I mean it really was uh, is, is something that I know you've been working hard towards uh, to towards getting. But you know, Clive Getting that first league win of the season, uh, it's still bottom of the log, though. I mean, it's the job has only just started, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, the big thing is, if you look at the top of the league where Vipson and, and then we're doing so successfully, um, then you might as well tell me a suicide. But if you look at it down below and saying, um, of course, the other team is about you who are also struggling, there's only one or two points in it uh um as much as we are the whipping boys at the moment, because we' all bottom of the league um theres only a couple of points that would take us away from that situation and and that that um game against Polwani was really a game that we should have buried We were in front of a couple of minutes to ago and uh of course we tossed it. so but but I'm very very pleased with the attitude i'm very, very pleased about uh the way the players applied themselves, and it was fantastic.
0: How much did it help getting that uh, Telcom knockout round of 16 victory in terms of trying to uh, get the guys motivated to a point where they believe they could actually go out and beat uh, opponents at any given time? Because I know when we last spoke, you said that the players are very much down on on their confidence.
1: Yeah, they are. and uh, It's just you know, a factor for the uh so, For me, in the Cup Finals, I know that I think it's picking it's the players up. They look forward to a, a great day and you know, if you say to you all the players at the beginning of every tournament, who do you really want to play in the cup final? They all say, out ah, their feet along the pirates because, uh, yeah. of the excitement of the crowd and the participation and, of course. So, I just think, no, I, I'm not going to buy into that, so I think that, um the cup promotions are fantastic, even though people must say, well, that's a from what you're trying to do to survive in the league. I like it both ways.
0: Well, certainly, uh, it's it's an interesting situation that you find yourself in coaching Middlesbrough United, and uh, a fair point on, on how you define the way you like it. But, Clive, where does this actually sit in the list of most difficult assignments in your career?
1: The most. <laughs> <laughs> and really, uh, I'm going to go back and understand why Farouk will call you into meetings at any given time. Uh, they really want to do the best for their club, and I I, I can understand that, and then I look at it from a coach's perception, and then you say to yourself, um, uh, maybe you're pushing yourself a little bit too far with the quality. First of all, I think the players are in and then you ask, and the and say, maybe we need a striker, maybe we need a goalkeeper, and so you play this over and over and over a million times, and... Uh, but it's all part and parcel of the game and I think this is definitely my biggest challenge. I just want to make sure that they survive because they deserve it.
0: Now, look, I mean, you, you, when you talk about on the field of play, I mean, the players themselves, they showed in patches that they can control parts of matches. But how do you go about getting the consistency where they control the bulk of the matches they play in now?
1: Yeah, right. I think what, what happens when you're down there, um, you start out, like, uh, you take the stall, you know exactly what you do, you go 1-0 up. But then, of course, it's always the panic factor that comes in and, and, and you're looking at 30 minutes to go. And uh, The worst thing I always find is to score out right at the beginning because then you've got to hang on, hang on, and you change different things. Um, so uh, there's ways to look at it. Um, but, you know, I, I just think that all is a place if you work hard enough in football, um, I think they need a couple of uh players um to help lift the, the players that are there already, and I think if they do that then uh, they'll be successful
0: okay well next up after the international break you've got uh kaiser chiefs how uh, how difficult yeah, and- uh, I say I said <laughs> next up after the uh, international break, Kaiser Chiefs, this tiny team that you you might never have come up against. Yeah, uh, but I mean, how, how do you keep up winning momentum against uh, the Telkom Knockout finalists that are obviously motivated to do something under under Steve Cumbella? Yeah,
1: uh, no, I think that, the, the the Kaiser Chiefs uh, teams and things like that do love those guys because um, there's it's got to be a full house. They were there today, making sure that everything was in place and. I'm talking about our uh, backup staff out there. and um, oh. I just think that everybody's looking forward to a great day and we uh, wouldn't change it for anything. We mm-hmm. have a really sick chance of uh, getting something out of that game because the Chiefs you know that the players lift themselves. They find it like a cup. Time. And so uh, you know, we look forward to kind of We look forward to a the players and of course you wish them all well when, when they play in different competitions time, you don't wish them well when you play them
0: yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. As Pizza Musimani was saying, uh, Steve is my friend, I'd love him to win trophies, but now he's playing against me, I don't want him to win a trophy. Um, but Clive, you know, the the, the pleasing part, I suppose, for, from your perspective, aside from keeping a clean sheet, is the fact that you actually found a goal. Uh, uh, you know, w- where's the problem uh, in terms of finding the goals? Where has that been, and do you believe that you're on the, on the road to remedying that?
1: Yeah, they've got three goals in the last two games. Um and, and that's good, a good return. Um and I think exactly what you say, when you're, really you batting, you need, you need to score because it takes the picture off everything in the back end, and You get a little bit more time to play the ball. It's like watching Barry Richards play in the, mm. in the 60s and cricket, he always has so mm. much extra time. Um, we have the same type of thing, when you score a goal early, you put on the ball, And the players who can play a bit to come into contention, and all around it changes. So I just think that it's vital to to score goals, to pin back the opposition, to make them rethink, um, and you get a chance to seek uh, another one. So um, it's all good all around if you're scoring goals.
0: Man, Claude Barker, with that cricketing reference. I didn't know you were a huge cricket fan. Barry Richards, what was that? His test average is 72. Remarkable, remarkable. Yeah. So is, is that what you do when you
1: speak? Well, what you, what you didn't know is I actually gave up football for four years and helped when Mike Foster was involved and Tim Hughes was out here with the Rebel Tour. Yeah. Um, and he, and he stayed over and kept it in there and it fell. Cause it was four then. And it was fabulous. I really loved it because I think it's Football, they can get them. Um, Not more than football But
0: uh, very, very close v- Very close, there we go Well uh, at least the Dolphins are doing nicely in the Ramslam With Kevin Peterson back and smashing runs all over the place But uh, Clive Barker, thanks for joining us And congratulations once again on the first league victory Best of luck uh, over this international thank you, break Appreciate the programme, thank you CSL Radio Show SFM South Africa's news and information leader now, uh, again focusing away from the Telcom knockout semi-finals, but indeed on the APSA Premiership action that took place over the weekend. Bidvestvitz going top of the APSA Premiership standings when they beat 10-man Jomo Cosmos 3-1 at uh, the Bidvestvitz Stadium on Sunday. In doing so, they also won the Q1, so an extra one and a half million rand going to Gavin Hunt's men. On the line though, we got one of the stars who opened the scoring in that game. Dan uh, Dane Clay, thanks for joining us. Good evening.
2: Thanks, and Thanks for having me. Good uh, afternoon,
0: to all the listeners. All right. Congratulations uh, on the win and uh, another exceptional free kick to open the scoring. I mean, you've still got one of the sweetest left foots around, and uh, and now among the leading scorers in the league, you you must be really loving your football right now.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Ever since I joined, which you know, I've been having fun. The atmosphere has been good, and um, I mean, players have, have, have accepted me so well. You know, and I just want to contribute to the team. And luckily, again, on uh, over the weekend uh, yesterday, I scored a nice kick for the team. You know, and that's all I want to do is contribute to the success of the team. And that's exactly what what we to work towards at that. Effort.
0: Yeah, the teamwork seems to be uh, something exceptional, but the, the, the tempo seems to be improving and improving and improving as well. It, it looks like you found your cohesion now. Do you think that you needed a little bit of time just to get yourselves into the season? Not that you've had a bad start, but the fact that you know you really look like you uh, could take on anybody and beat anybody at the moment. Yeah, absolutely.
2: I think if, if we go back uh, to the first and second game of the season against Sundowns, where we lost 4-2, you know, a lot of positives on that game. Uh, we could have ended up winning that game 4-2 against Sundowns. You know, so ever since that game, we've really played and we've really grown and improved a lot. So, uh, yeah, like you're saying, you know, it, it, we didn't start badly. But uh, like you're saying, the cohesion and, you know, the the combination to the team is starting to show now. And um look, there's still a lot of room for improvement. But um, if we go like we are going at the moment and we're still improving, then I don't see any team, you know, uh, coming in our way.
0: Now, obviously, Cecil Villegas is somebody who's contributed to the success of uh, Wits in in seasons gone by. Last season had a very poor season by his standards, but this season he seems to be, uh, it seems he's found his feet again. I mean, how important is his contribution and how important is it to the team that he actually plays well?
2: Yeah, I think obviously, uh, Villa was a bit unsettled, you know, with all the rumours in the off-season, you know, linking him with moves from the club. But um as we finally settled down again, you know, and uh, coach, coach Kevin Hunt gave him some time, you know, I was in a situation like that, similar to him five, six years ago, mm. you know, where I also was at the crossroads and I didn't know if I'm coming or going uh, from Super Bowl United. And so I know exactly what he went through and I think coach Kevin Hunt is one of the most experienced coaches who can deal with players, you know, and luckily for us our uh, hope is settled, you know, is at ease at the club and um, he's got good players around him, you know, I think uh, the club has made some good signings. And obviously for him now, you know, there's a lot of competition for him in the team going and it's good for him, you know, he's shining again.
0: What amazes me, though, uh, Dane, is the fact that despite the uh, quality of the football that you're playing, is just how many red cards Vitz have received this season. I, mean, I know Gavin Hunt was talking about the red cards, saying that he feels some of them are uh, unjustified, but also saying that, that the club needs to work on their discipline. But do you guys, as senior players, talk about taking responsibility on, on such matters, particularly things like discipline out on the pitch?
2: Yeah, I think we've been unfortunate, you know, if you look at the red cards, you know, it's really been 50-50 ball, you know, where players may be a little bit over the top, yes, you know, uh, it's not sinister, it's not, it's not, it's not incidents that happening off the ball, all the incidents that we've gotten red cards on the ball, you know, if it's incidents off the ball, then you'll understand, you know, say that it's a discipline problem, but it's not a discipline problem, I mean, it's a tackle of the 50-50 ball, you know, and the player, you know, I know each and every player, you know, a player like, uh, I mean, those players are players week in and week out, you know, that make brilliant tackles, you know, and sometimes it's just a little bit late, uh, the odd second late, but it's nothing, I wouldn't say it's indiscipline, you know, it's more going for tackles than anything else, you know, if it's elbows, if it's off-the-board incidents, then I would say discipline is the problem, but um, being at the the tackle and things like that, you know, we've just been very, very unfortunate with that.
0: Then if you break it down, though, on paper, it's a third of the way through the season, you're three points clear of Mamalodi Sundowns at the top of the table. Uh, wh- what have you made of the uh, the first third of your APSA Premiership campaign?
2: Look, it's been a good third for us, you know. Obviously, um, the club set goals, you know, after 10 games if we have 20 points. Um, that, that's kind of the aim, you know, and luckily we've got 23 points, so we're three over, over where we expected to be. And I think the next 10 games as well, you know... Um, Coach Kevin and said to us, look, if we get another 23 points in the next 10 games, then we will set ourselves up nicely for the last, for the last 10 games of the season. So I think in that regard, you know, we're very, very happy with where we are at the moment. And uh, from here on in, you just have to take it uh, one game at a time. I think two, two more league games left before the turn of the year. Unfortunately for us, you know, uh, with the building up this momentum that we have right now, you know, we're only going to have two more games and, until, until the December break, you know, which is a bit of uh, a negative side of things. You know, but you have to take, you know, stride. Each and every club is going to go through it, you know, so if we can get the next two points, you can get maximum points as well.
0: Yeah, well, owing to the international break and, of course, the break for the uh, Cap Under-23 Championships and then the the festive season break, as you say, you're only going to play two games in the next two months. But, I mean, those games against Golden Arrows at home um, in, I think it's two weeks' time, and then, of course, you've got Kaiser Chiefs uh, a month after that. Uh, You need to collect maximum points to stay top of the table, I I would imagine, the way Sundowns are playing. But, I mean... as, as Gavin Hunt likes to say, we are taking it game for a game, and I mean you mentioned it as well a moment ago. But uh, those two games, how critical are they? But how difficult are they going to be in terms of these uh, these breaks that are ahead?
2: Yeah, no, it's going to be a little bit difficult, you know. Um, there's nothing like playing playing games, you know, in terms of your sharpness, in terms of your awareness on the pitch, you know. Uh, and having a two-week break now before the next game, and then another three, four-week break before the before the before the before the game against Chiefs again. You know, it's going to be very, very difficult, you know, but, um, the technical team, you know, knows what to do with us. You know, we've, we've had a similar situation over the past few weeks as well, where we play one game and we break two games and we play two games and we break two, we two weeks again. So, um, we've been, we've been handling it well, you know, and, um, it's, a, it's a bit unfortunate and, and not nice, but I think, uh, we, we can cope with it, you know, and we just have to, as players, the go ourselves, to train properly, you know, try and play as much friendlies as possible, you know, uh, Coach Gavinard likes to mix things up, you know, he's a little bit of cricket in here, pound session. You know, away from football. You know, so uh, it's all about balancing, balancing, balancing that. You know, and, and us not getting tired of
0: the training. Carefully, I'll get you out on the golf course with uh, Dylan Shepard uh, sometime soon. If you're not <laughs> careful as well. But uh, Dane, listen, best, uh, best of luck as you continue forward. Great goal over the weekend, and uh, I hope you get your players get uh, a share of that one and a half million rand Q1 prize money as well. <laughs>
2: no, nah, no problem at all. So maybe we get a nice Christmas bonus from the club,
0: yes. Fantastic. Enjoy. Thanks, Dwayne DeLocca on SAFM. This is FM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's uh, shift focus now then from the AMSA Premiership where uh, Maritzburg United and uh, Bitvisit. were are victorious this weekend and focus a little more on the Telcom knockout where, of course, the Chiefs uh, managed to beat Orlando Pirates in a penalty shootout and advanced to the Telcom knockout final where they're going to beat Mamelodi Sundowns who beat Supersport United in the Tuani battle. We've got uh, one of the uh, key men in terms of thinking and preparation of Mamelodi Sundowns on the line. No, not Jingles. No, his assistant coach, Rulani Mugwena. Thanks for joining us, Rulani. Uh, Good evening.
3: Good evening, uh, Dwayne, and good
0: evening to uh, all the listeners. Firstly, congratulations on uh, on making the final, and indeed uh, on another convincing display that sees you go to seven wins in eight games.
3: I thank you very much, Dwayne. Um, you know, all the all the credit needs to go to the players um, for for the work that they've been putting in. You know, the selflessness and the humility in which they approach all the games, and uh, I think the results are there to see.
0: You know, the the thing that I I just can't get over is the fact that, I mean, I did a couple of Sundowns games at the start of the season. You could see the quality was there. You could see, I mean, the the, the Dolly-Murise combination in those first couple of games. You could see the promise of what was to come, Zungu's game, Timozwani's game. But then there were still these elements of Pizzo must go when the wins weren't coming. Less than two months later, Pizzo Musimani and his technical team, you're, you're heroes now because you've run... What seven wins in eight games with a draw being the only one that you haven't managed to to, to win? Is there a reason for the turnaround? Can you put your finger on it? What's uh, what's seen this amazing turnaround for Sundowns?
3: I think I think for us, uh, Dwayne is, is is probably two things, and uh, which which are probably related to each other. The one is the leadership in which we have, um, you know, the, the coach is German, The coach is, uh, the coach is, is a guy that knows what direction he needs to take. He's an experienced, uh, uh, coach that, uh, works extremely hard. And, and the other is, like I say, his hard work, you know, uh, we, we understand that, uh, for us to, to be successful, we've got to, we've got to breed a, 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 a culture that speaks about hard work every single day. We we put in a lot of work in terms of uh, match analysis, opposition analysis, individual analysis, uh, which complements the work that we do in terms of our periodization from a technical tactical perspective. So uh, so we, we understand that if we work hard, uh, things ultimately uh, come together. And we know that in football, you're going to have those moments where things don't fall into place, but you've got to stay on course Stay focused, uh, stay stay on the vision, and and, and keep working hard. And uh, I think that is what has helped us to um, to, to probably turn turn the wheel around. And uh, again, like I said at the beginning, you know, you've also got to give uh, a lot of kudos to to the players for for the way they've worked and the way they've uh, they've continued to believe in the work of the technical team and to continue to believe in the vision and uh, the direction that Mamelodi Sundowns wants to take.
0: Indeed, I mean, despite the brilliance of many of these players, only one or two ever get uh, called up to the international or uh, uh, for international duty. At the moment, it's uh, Bongani Zungu and uh, who are going to be taking on Angola. But you know, in a sense, it might be bittersweet for some of the players uh, and for the coaching staff because I suppose that does provide you, like with the international breaks now, while preparing for uh, Free State stars, is uh, that you basically got your uh, your your entire team or a core of your team.
3: No, 100%. Um, With regards to the national team, we've got to remain patriotic. We've got to support the coach. Uh, It's very, very difficult for him uh, to select the national team. And we understand that. Um, And and whichever players he calls up, we're probably the first team in the PSL to raise our hand and say, with full support, we will be able to avail the players. Um, but at the same time, we also, we'd like to have as many players in the national team because that, that then is a reflection of one, the work that we are doing and two, uh, the stature of the club. So we respect and we support the national team and the, and, and, and his technical team in terms of Sheikh uh, Mashallah. But, uh, at the same time, like you, you've already alluded to, you know, it gives us an opportunity to knuckle down into some, uh, some work. Uh, you would know that when you have games back to back, Probably the only sort of uh, work that gets done is with regards to recovery and regeneration of the players. But when we have a week like this and 10 days, we are then able to, to work a little bit on our game model to reinforce some of our, our game principles and uh, and see on, on, on some of the elements that we were not particularly happy with in the last couple of games.
0: But that element is going to be tested uh, more than than it usually might in the next couple of months because literally in the next two months you are going to play only two uh, league games outside of the uh, the Telkom Knockout Final as well. It's a difficult time coming up for, for most uh, clubs in South Africa, obviously. Uh, I mean, what are you going to be doing over the next two months because you've literally got Free State Stars, what's the 21st of November, I think, and then a month later, yeah. you um, you finish up against Orlando Pirates.
3: 100%. Yeah, 100%. It's two, two very important games for us. Um, uh, but then that's where your periodization and uh, your sports science comes in to try to balance the work that we do. Because one, you don't want to lose the momentum. But two, you don't also want to overwork the players because you want to try to reach the balance where... You know that the players can still reach a very good level of performance because at the same time, if you look at how uh, the program has been put through, you know, like you've mentioned, we play First Day Stars on the 21st, but then probably a month later, we then play Orlando Pirates with with the cup final on the 16th in between. So, so it is it is it is really very very difficult because there's there's a three week break. Uh, after our game against Free State Star, uh, before we play the final. And then we have the two games, so it's a little bit difficult. But we, we're working extremely hard behind the scenes with regards to our periodization from a physical perspective to make sure that uh, we, we get the balance right um, and we don't overload. But at the same time, we don't want to lose our level with regards to our, our physical conditioning. Because as you've seen, I think we're probably one of the only teams that scores goals Within within the last 15 minutes of each match, we're still running and pressing the ball from from high areas, which is which is part of our game model. So, in terms of our conditioning, that speaks to us to say where we are is where we would like to be. But at the same time, it's about maintenance and making sure that uh, when we get into the last two games of the season, uh, of this round of the season, we are able to maintain uh, the standard of play and uh, you know put in even better performances to get results.
0: Rodney, if I could ask you on a more personal note—I mean, uh, people in the yep. know and people close to Sundowns—tell uh, me that you've given the uh, the Sundowns technical team a great deal of uh, fresh perspectives. I mean, but from your perspective, what's the main strength that you bring to this Sundowns technical team?
3: Yeah, I think <laughs> it's, a, it's a very difficult question because uh, a part of me is, is, is a part of that uh, you know is guided, probably. By humility, and sometimes humility says to you it's very difficult to speak about yourself, but uh, I try to to be as honest and uh, as humble with regards to uh, the work that I do i I try to be as professional um, as much as possible and and, and work as hard as uh, um, any other coach, probably uh, even more than any other coach um, I, I I've got a background with regards to having done my sports science diploma. Uh, so i bring that uh, into the table i work extremely hard in analysis uh, with regards to our matches and opposition analysis and also uh, with regards to uh, from a technical perspective to ensure that uh, our training program is 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 within place from what the coach uh, speaks about with regards to what our game model should be
0: well oh, fair enough well you deserve a, at least a verbal pat on the back Rulani Mukwene you've done a superb job with the sundown side and as I say a very impressive run of of uh, seven wins in eight games uh, congratulations once again on making the final and good luck as you prepare to to face a very difficult two months ahead
3: Yeah, thank you very much Dwayne and uh, like I said earlier it's a collective effort and I think that, it, that needs to be echoed once more you know uh, a, a lot of credit needs to go to our players uh, for the fantastic uh, work that they put through and the consistency, you know, because, uh, uh, you can, you can win one game, two games, but to win four, five, six, and like we've won seven and eight, uh, you have to take uh, your heads off to, to probably some of the best players that, uh, we have. From the African continent. The future of Gauteng is here.
2: It's time for an efficient government, eliminating wastage, empowering the people of Gauteng. This is e governance, government at a touch of a button. E governance aims to eradicate red tape, leading to shorter queues and quicker service. The Gauteng Provincial Government will be hosting an e governance and ICT summit, 2nd to 3rd of November 2015. Gallagher State Conference Center, Midrand. Space is limited. For more information, go to egovsummit.gauteng.gov.za. Together, Moving how takes a region forward.
0: Parliament's Select Committee on Security and Justice invites stakeholders and interested persons to submit written submissions on the Judicial Matters Amendments Bill, the Defence Laws Repeal and Amendment Bill, and the Criminal Matters Amendment Bill. Email submissions to Dixon at parliament.gov.za For more information, contact Mr Dixon on 021 403 3771 To obtain copies, please visit www.parliament.gov.za or send an SMS to 34020 SMS's cost fifty. Closing date for submissions is the 20th of November 2015 this message is brought to you by the parliament of the republic of south africa csl Radio show oh, well, approaching the top of the hour, and that's all we've got time for tonight. Hope you've enjoyed the PSL radio show. Segon I Ike partner up next after the news with the talk shop. Catch more sport tomorrow morning. Jed Whitten is going to be on AM Live. And then Brad Brown between 6.30 and 7 tomorrow evening for more sport coverage and an analysis of all the latest sporting news on SFN Sports Travel. But from me, Dwayne DeLocca, and uh, producer Siobhan Chetty, have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.